Hello and a warm welcome here back at Feeling Terrific. Um, I'm very happy to have um, a great topic um, again, but also a great, yeah, more than more than great, um, yeah, partner for this conversation today. Um, the conversation will be around job rotation and how that can change someone's life. So um, I think I took um, a little bit um, of a sneak peek um, of our uh, conversation, uh, which is uh, coming now. But uh, I hope it's okay, and I hope I pronounced the name correctly, um, Naksh. So I have uh, Naksh Chauri uh, with me here today. And uh, she's currently um, yeah, a program manager within the talent acquisition team at ServiceNow. And um, as already mentioned, we will tackle yeah, different topics, but uh, among them, um, definitely having the focus on job rotation. Um, in ServiceNow, I think there's a different term. It's called um, bungee. Um Yep, so, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so basically with that being said, um, thank you for your time, Naksh, and uh, yeah, looking forward to have um, authentic insight. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk through my experience, you know, at ServiceNow about the job rotation and getting the conversation around those started. Perfect. Yeah, so then um, let's start with a very interesting um, question in, in the beginning. Who are you? Maybe you can give us a little <laughs> bit of context around yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Nakshadri. I am 29 years old and I live in San Francisco, California. Um, currently, I am back in my old role, which is a talent acquisition role here at ServiceNow. Uh, but prior to that, I've done a bunch of roles in the TA world, you know, starting from recruitment to sourcing to research to programs and then back to you know the recruiting sourcing space so it's a little bit about me <laughs> perfect and you also um yeah mentioned it uh, a little bit but maybe from a different perspective what drives you in general um i think i've learned this about myself very recently you know as i get closer to my 30s i finally found like what drives me and I think it's serving others. Um, and that also ties in a lot with where I'm at, I'm in life right now when it comes to professionally and personally as well. So I think what drives me essentially is serving others. Yeah, no, that having that, uh, mindset is, is great. And I'm happy for you that you, yeah, um, realized that, I mean, um, it, uh, takes a lot of, I would say, courage because uh, you look uh, deep in, inside you yourself, right? So um, yeah, congrats to that. Thank you. That's, yeah. uh, really great. Um, maybe that, let's talk about attitude, you know? So um, I think attitude is something which is, um, yeah, which cannot be overrated um, or underrated um, enough, right? And talked about enough. Um, so I assume you, you're quite successful at service now, right? Um, what role does attitude play in your success or in your yeah. basically professional life at service now? What, do, what would you yeah, say? Yeah, that's, that's a really great question. I think everything depends on your attitude, essentially, right? Especially in the professional world. Um, it's pretty evident that the way that you want to be perceived is how others will perceive you. Um, and attitude is the denominating factor of that. So if I wake up one day and I want to learn and I'm looking forward to completing tasks on my list, I mean, that depends on my attitude. Whereas if I wake up one day and I'm like, you know what, I don't feel like getting anything done today. I think that's going to 
kind of trickle down on how much I'm able to essentially check off my list. So attitude has a lot to do with how well you perform in, in your career and how um, successful you can be in your professional life as well. Um, having a positive attitude is essential, but I do recognize that we're all humans. Like no one's going to wake up every day and be like, I want to get this done or like, I want to learn today. So having a general, you know, positive attitude is definitely important in the professional world. Yeah, we will dig uh, deeper into that uh, later on, but um, maybe from a, from a different angle or different point of view, do you have an example for us of when your attitude was harmful? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think when I started early in my career and I went directly into the agency world where you had to learn a lot on your own um, and you had to learn very quickly to survive in those type of environments, um, I was very hesitant to learn about the recruiting world because I didn't think I was going to last in this long enough. I thought this is like a stepping stone. I'm going to get into the HR space and then I'll figure my way out of this industry. Mm -hmm. So when I got into that first role, I kind of had a crappy attitude. Like I didn't want to learn. And I realized that because of my attitude, I actually wasn't learning. And then when the, when our first quarter um, review came along, I was the last person in my team to have placements, to have job accepts and job offers. And that really hit me. And I recognize at that point, that even though this is not something that I want to do today, I still want to be good at it. And at that point in time, I really had to divert my attitude um, and focus more on the learning piece. And it wasn't until I started doing that that I realized, A, I actually like what I'm doing. And B, <laughs> um, I'm learning. Like I, I will learn based on how much I want to observe this information. Yeah. So, so you would say you're a lifelong learner. Having yeah, a mindset about this And I think that has to do with my mindset. I think I only learn when I train my mind into thinking that you need to learn this. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise that's... you can talk to me about anything and it'll go over my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but that, that's really a great um, perspective. Um, I'm wondering how did you feel when you realized for yourself that you have, that you had to change your point of view, your mindset? How did you feel? I think it was a humbling experience, right? Um, sometimes, especially when we're younger, like we think we just know it all and um, that, you know, things will just kind of fall at our feet, but that's not the case. You kind of have to put in the hard work and put in the time and energy into things to be good at them. Um, so essentially like that entire experience for me humbled me. And I recognize that I'm not better than anyone else. I'm not smarter than anyone else. Like, I'm always willing to learn from my peers and I'm willing to learn from people that are working jobs that are considered, you know, below me too, because they have a sense, a different perspective that I might be able to learn something from. So having an attitude of always learning and positivity essentially helps you grow in many aspects of your life, not just professionally. So, yeah. yeah. What would you say being grateful has also something to do with it? Yeah, absolutely. Always having gratitude, you know, being grateful for things is, is important. Um, I mean, there's so much happening in the world, right? And then here we are, I think, in a privileged 
environment and and that's something to be grateful for as it is so i'm i'm always grateful for for what i have and where where i am, I am today because i look at others and it's a night and day difference and to me um you know i i'm i'm doing okay so that's all that matters yeah yeah so we also have to be grateful for the small things in life, right? Absolutely. Um, so we are in, in different locations. So I'm in Munich, you're in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. And obviously my, here it is um, 8 p.m. And I think yeah. it's something 11, 11, 11. 11, yeah. 11, 11, 11. 11 yep. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what would you say? I mean, your, your day is kind of, uh, yeah, we re re reach lunchtime, right? But yeah. what are you grateful for today so far? Oh, this coffee. Oh, this coffee. <laughs> I'm so grateful for this coffee. I've been up since 7.45 a.m., um, which I, I know it's not early for a lot of people, but I'm not a morning person, so that's early for me. I had a meeting at 8. Um, and I haven't been able to catch a break since then. So I had 30 minutes before this call, and I made myself some coffee. And I'm so grateful for how warm it is and how good it feels and how it's going to energize me for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> So, grateful for that's talking today. <laughs> that, that, um, that, that's great. And I hope you have a, a good coffee machine. So that <laughs> I do. Really... I do. Yeah, I just bought it. So it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Uh, maybe let's uh, have a look um, at a job rotation, right? So uh, you started, as you already mentioned, in TA, right? But back in uh, 2016. Um, why are you still in TA? Yeah. So I want to tie this with, I think, one of the first few questions you asked in terms of what drives you. Um, when I first started in TA, it, this wasn't something that I wanted to do. As I said, I thought this was going to be like a stepping stone to get into the industry and then I can figure my way out of it and, and figure out what I want to do next. Why I stuck around this long is because I realized that I felt a great sense of gratitude and almost pride to every time I placed a candidate into a role that they wanted to be in. So looking at talent acquisition from the perspective of helping others, serving others, I think essentially tied it all together for me. And I realized like, I actually love what I do. Um, and I want to continue doing that. I think it's, it's a great sense of pride and especially in today's day and age where right now, um, at least in the U.S., like the job market is so turbulent. We just, you know, Meta just laid off a bunch of people. Walmart went through layoffs, Google, et cetera. Like all these companies are going through layoffs. Um, and I think once job market starts to pick up again, like we are going to be the people that are, again, helping others land these roles that they no longer are were in. Um, and I'm excited for that phase in the next step, right? Because I think that's also going to be an exciting time for our company, for ServiceNow to grow, but also for us to help people um, and good people come to ServiceNow and, and, and get placed in jobs that they love doing. So yeah, um, well, that's why I'm back around. Yeah, the, um, the, the, that's yeah, um, also, again, an um, uh, interesting perspective, right? And it, um, yeah, basically aligns or <laughs> um, adds mm -hmm. on what you already mentioned in the beginning, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe another question. Um, so we, we had a look now at, at TA in general, right? Um, but why did you join ServiceNow and why are you still there? Yeah, so that's a really interesting story because I actually hadn't heard of 
service now until 2019. Um, back then, I used to work at Google, and one of my really good friends, who used to be a coworker at that time, and now she's my best friend. Her name is Christy Hewen. Um, she she joined ServiceNow right after she left Google. And at that time I was working at Gap Inc. And she kept telling me, you need to come to ServiceNow. You're gonna love it here. Like this is right up your alley. Um, the team is wonderful. The recruiters are amazing. Like you'll really like it. And I kept pushing her off like, no, I don't know. Like I'm happy where I'm at. We'll see what happens. And then essentially when 2020, the pandemic happened, um, I went through a layer of layoffs as well. Um, and at that point in time, Christy said, hey, you know what? There is an opening on my team. Like, this is the time for you to join. And I came in, I interviewed. And when I spoke with Mike, who is a senior director here now, um, he was hiring on his team. I loved him. Like, I thought he was so funny, um, so great at interviewing. Like, he asked the right questions. I just, I felt like I was talking to almost like a friend. And for me, that's really important because I'm a people pleaser and a people person. So I don't really like interviews where like you have to be serious and you can't show your mm -hmm. personality. That was probably the first interview that I've done in my entire life where I felt like I was able to show my personality. And I think that sealed the deal for me. I, I thought if people here um, are able to express themselves this way in in serious events like interviews, then I wonder what the company culture would be like. So I joined ServiceNow and I've been here since, and this is the longest I've been with a company. Um, so I must really love it here. <laughs> I just want to say, so it, it, it speaks for ServiceNow, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Do you remember a question he asked, which still stick with you? Uh, he was, we, you know, we were talking about everyday things he was like oh yeah you love hiking oh i've done this hike here and i've done that hike there like i remember he wanted to get to know me on a more personal level rather than like qualifications which he definitely dove into but the first few questions he led with and i think the first 15 minutes of our 45 minute interview was like asking about me what i do what i love and that sealed the deal for me it was it just felt very humbling and exciting like wow like he he wants to get to know me on a personal level and then we can dive into the qualifications and see if there's a match um but yeah i remember he, he definitely asked me about what kind of hikes i've done around the bay area and we connected on that so yeah is but isn't it interesting um a lot of companies um might have something on the website where you would think okay this is just a marketing phrase or whatsoever right ServiceNow in this case has hungry and humble. Yeah. And um, I would say most of the time people yeah, um, think about it or when they think about it, um, they combine it with um, business, right? Okay. Being hungry, hungry and humble, personal development, et cetera, et cetera, right? But I would, I would like to take a different perspective on it. And you just gave the perfect example. It's about the people. It's about the, the person. It's about the attitude. I mean, okay. I would say that um, hiring for attitude and train for skills fits or suits perfectly here right yeah and uh, that, and, and that's interesting and um yeah it's interesting I, when I marketing isn't just marketing yeah yeah i think here um it's, it's a great example of um living through our marketing slogan right like hungry and humble um 
when I first joined, that was told to me as well. Like, this is what we strive to be. And this is how the culture here is. But a lot of companies say that. And then when you actually get in, you realize it was all BS. Like, it's not really how the internal uh, politics or whatever works. Um, but I think ServiceNow is a really great example of say it like it is. So Hungry and Humble really does kind of trickle down into smaller teams, bigger teams, and especially in TA, which is where you and I are. I think we understand that a little bit more, a little bit better. Um, so, and, and I think it's a great slogan to actually implement in your personal life too, right? You always want to be um, hungry, right? You always want to strive for better things and, and do well for yourself. But you also want to take a moment and have that gratitude for what you have and just kind of humble yourself. And then the older I get, the more it makes sense to me why those two things kind of go hand in hand. So I cannot wait uh, when you are 70, then you are the wisest woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll have my own podcast and you can join. <laughs> I would be, I would be honored. Um, yeah, but I mean, you, you, you're still um, there. You're still smiling, right? So something, um, yeah, something true, uh, true has has to be there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, coming back to the job rotation, so we yeah. came up a little bit. But um, why did you raise interest in a job rotation when it came up? Yeah. How? What was your thought process? Yeah. Yeah, I think initially I. So I didn't understand like what the term bungee meant, like you mentioned, right? Because I think um, at other companies, they use a different term. So when I heard the term bungee, I wanted to learn a little bit more about like, what does Narissa mean in the email that she sent where she's like, you're going to learn about HR and workday and you're going to learn about programs and all these other things. And initially, I just wanted to learn a little bit more about what that meant. But I think in the back of my mind, I knew I was ready at that point in my career to learn new sets of skills and to build on the skills that I already have. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've done recruiting and sourcing for such a long time now that I can kind of do it in my sleep. And I am the type of person that likes to always challenge myself. And I think I work best when I'm fixing a problem that is a little bit difficult, right? Like, involves more like critical thinking. I think that's where my skill set comes in. Um, so when I spoke to Nerissa for the first time and she talked me through what the job was going to entail, I got really excited because she said, it's all about fixing problems. Like this is all we do. This is what program. Nice yep. She's like, there's a problem and my team comes in and we fix it. Um, and she said, you're going to be working with so many different members of, of different teams, like tech teams, product teams, you're going to be working with security teams. Like you're going to, you're going to meet a lot of people. And that excited me because working remotely, you know, you don't really get to see a lot of people, meet a lot of people. And I thought this would be a great opportunity for me also to kind of build my network and get to know other people in in the company as well. So those things initially from my first conversation with Narissa and with the email that she sent out um, caught my attention essentially to apply. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Um, usually you would think um, when you start something like this that you learn a new environment, new skills, etc. right? But I think isn't it much more interesting what kind of person you are when it's over? I mean, Bungie, you're going there, you're coming back. 
So how did this experience shape you? Um, I learned to be assertive through this experience. And I think that was the biggest takeaway for me. Um, Narissa is a, an incredible mentor. I think what I learned from her, aside from just, you know, all the nits and grits about program management was how confident she is. She goes after what she wants. She doesn't take no for an answer. Um, she's inspiring as a leader, especially as a female leader in this industry. Like I just felt like, wow, like I was starstruck for the first couple of weeks, like just noticing how she operates and how she works. And she's very assertive and she's not afraid to own who she is and what she wants done. And I was never that person. I think, like I mentioned, people's pleaser, serving others, like you don't really think about being assertive and having overconfidence and, and things of that nature. Um, so I never had those things. And I think what I learned from this bungee experience was, you know, how to, how to get what you want, how to go after what you want and never say, never take no for an answer. There's always going to be a solution to problems. And if one person is saying no, then the other person will say yes. Like I learned what these things actually meant when I started working with Narissa, like she, she's, she's never going to take no for an answer. And I love that. Yeah. So I think I will write my application now for a bungee roll. <laughs> with <an OT>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was quite quite yeah. a speed. Um, so what would you say then, um, after what you just said, what mm -hmm. kind of importance did Nar Narissa or basically a leader with charisma has on the success of a job rotation per se? everything. I think it depends on your mentor. I think it depends on your leader. Um, and you know, one of the things that my manager at gap would say to me is like, people don't leave jobs. People leave managers, people leave teams. And that always stuck with me because I realized it's very factual. Like if you think about anytime you've left a job in the past, Like, did you leave because of the company or did you leave because of who you were under or the team that you were with? Like, and when you start getting down to the details of that, you actually, it, it makes sense. Like you're not leaving the company. Um, you're leaving the environment that you're in. And that has a lot to do with the leader that you're under. So having a mentor, a leader that sees you as an individual that hears you, appreciates you, that recognizes the work that you're doing, but is also good at driving you. And Narissa was really, really great at driving me. Like there were times when I would doubt myself and she would say, I know you can do this. And I was like, how do you know? I just started working with you. And she's like, I just know. She's like, this is why I picked you. Like, I know you can do this. And she put that sense of, um, kind of pride in me. Like I want to make Narissa proud of what I'm doing. And I think that's what mm. drove me as well to, 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 to do well in, in the, in the bungee. So it, everything I think I will, I owe to Narissa based on her mentorship and leadership style. So that's very important at the success of someone who's trying to do, um, a rotation. Yeah. I would also say, maybe you, you disagree with me, but let me know your thoughts. Um, when when you just mentioned that um it all comes down to to your mentor per se right mm -hmm. and um, there was also a situation where she said to you you know you can do this and mm -hmm. um, this is the reason why i picked you and so forth right yeah how did you i mean she she reached your pride but 
did you have a time or a moment where you thought, I, I, I don't know, I, I kind of deal with this or maybe it's, um, yeah. Did, can you go a little bit deeper on that? So I'm, yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Or, yeah or no. maybe, I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I'm going to rephrase it. How long did it take you to realize and accept the comment from her? So to deal with that the right yeah, way. I know, I know what you're asking. Yeah. I, I think that's such an interesting point that you brought up. Like how long did it take for you to actually realize you could do it? Right. Like, and I, I, you know what I would say to you, I still don't know if I can answer that question. I still don't know if like today my manager came up to me and said, Nakshi, I know you can do this. I would still doubt myself. I would be like, can I, <laughs> are you sure I can handle it? I think, That comes down to confidence as well, right? You Sometimes you know you can do something, but when you're presented with a problem, immediately you start thinking about like, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to solve this? And if you don't have the answers right away, it's okay. And that's what Narissa taught me. Like, it's okay to not know immediately. It's okay to not know a week later. As long as you're working to fix the problem or come up with solutions, you are doing your job. That is exactly what you're meant to do. Um, so I, I would say, I don't know. Like I, I, I still don't know if I can do half the things that I'm presented with the, the projects that I'm on today. Like, do I know I can complete them all the way? Probably. But do I believe myself in that moment in time? Maybe not. So, but I think, I think that comes down to my, personal growth as well. Like that's kind of my personality. I don't like to overachieve for anything until I know I can get there. Like, I don't like to overpromise things. Um, yeah. So <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. And I think it adds, um, yeah, basically to, to the attitude topic um, also, right. Mm -hmm. So having, yeah, be, be, being eager and, and mm -hmm. curious. And open-minded, I would say. Yeah. And I think and also the point you mentioned, what you took from Larissa also is that um, it's okay that you don't know at the moment, yeah. right? Yeah. The answer or the solution, but um, work on, <clears throat> on work on the solution. And yeah, that, that, yeah. that's a really great, um, great, great comment. Um, I'm also wondering, so did you experience patterns which you had to break in order to be successful in the new role? Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, so one of the things I noticed from the start with Narissa's program team is when someone would tell me, <clears throat> like partners, right? We would have product teams, security teams, tech teams working with us throughout the project lifetime. And when someone would tell me, oh, sorry, we, we, we don't know, or we couldn't figure this out. I would say, okay, no problem. Like I'll catch up with you next week and we'll go from there. And I would come back and tell Narissa, so-and-so told me that they couldn't figure it out. And she said, did you probe further? Did you ask why? Did you figure out a solution? Did you try to work with them to get to the bottom of the actual issue? I was like, no, they just told me no. And I took that and I came to you. She said, mm. you never do that. Like your job is to fix the problem. And if there's a problem, you come in and you fixed it. So I learned that I was just very passive in the way that I was handling those meetings initially. And, you know, I think I've been like that my entire professional career. Like if I'm just like a passive person naturally, right? So 
I learned I had to break the patterns there. I had to be a little bit more, okay, we're going to figure this out together. You might not know what you're doing today, but I'm going to help you figure it out. You're going to help me figure it out. And we're going to do this together. I think having that mentality of like telling your business partners, you and I are on the same team is important. So I had to get out of that mentality where it was like me versus them. It was, we're partners. We're going to do this together. So I had to implement those changes in my meetings in order to get things done. Um, so I had to identify those patterns very early on because every time I would come back to Narissa, she'd be like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to hear that next time. Like you really have to get to the bottom of things. So, so yeah. yeah, no, I, I think I really like uh, the, this example because, mm -hmm. um, you can relate that to a lot of situations, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. besides, um, job, yeah. besides within the job rotation, right. Yeah. Um, not taking, um, no for, for an answer or, um, yeah. Also here it is again with the, I mean, it also takes, um, courage, right. To self-reflect, to see the patterns you have, and also yeah. not to judge yourself. Yeah. I think that's a very important, um, point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think you kind of nailed it there, like not to be hard on yourself and take the learning as it comes because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing and that was a whole point I had to learn. Um, and that's the whole concept of a rotation and a bungee is like, you're going to come in, you're not going to know all the answers and that's why you're there to learn it. Yeah. Um, maybe let's have a, another different um, perspective on it. So we scratched it already a little bit um, or mentioned it, uh, personal development, right? So job mm -hmm. rotation in regards to personal um, development. Um, what does success in the job rotation role from the perspective of personal development mean to you? Yeah. I think <clears throat> personally for me, I've touched on a few of these points, but I went into this knowing from other folks, because I did my research too, right? Like when I spoke with Narissa, um, initially I didn't know who she was or I just didn't know her leadership style at that point. So I had a few conversations with people that have been at service now a long time that also have worked with her in the past. And I had a few conversations with people and I said, what am I dealing with? Um, like, how does she like to operate? How does she like to work? And a lot of people mentioned, you know, she's a go-getter. She has like that hunter mentality and she just knows how to get the job done. And she's very assertive and she's very confident and she's hardworking. And if you do this rotation, just be prepared to uh, face these types of um, personality traits from her. And initially that kind of like set me back a little bit because the mentors I've had in the past are, I, I wouldn't say they're as, what's the right word here? I'm trying to say the right word. I wouldn't say <laughs> they are as um, hyper-focused on like getting the job done as Nurse is because Nurse likes to get things done immediately. Um, so initially that was, that was a transition for me. Personally, as personal growth, I learned by working with her and by working on um, the rotation that the only way to kind of get things done around ServiceNow, especially at ServiceNow, is <laughs> by being on top of things, um, by putting yourself out there, by having a timeline on things. Timeline is very important, and I think that was probably the, the biggest takeaway for me 
um, was having some sort of a date to get things done. If you don't set a date, people forget what they're doing. They don't complete tasks on time. And your project that's supposed to go live on a certain date is going to get pushed back. And because in this space, Christian, you were communicating the timeline with the leaders, you don't want to go back on that timeline. So, and I think I've, I've kind of learned that in my personal life as well. Like, for example, goal setting, right? Like before I would say this year, I want to do this, this and that, but I would never set a timeline on my goals. So they would just kind of merge into the next year and the following year. It helped me realize that for me personally, that's something that's going to be very important. Like I need to know us, I need to know like a fixed date of when things are going to get done. If I want to buy something, like I need to buy at this date. If I want to pay a bill, like I need to know, like it needs to be on this date. So these things are important. So I think having a sense of time and understanding of, of time is important. So that was probably the, the takeaway and the personal growth side of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so ba um, basically two things, which, uh, yeah, uh, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Right. But the first thing, uh, due diligence. So, um, mm -hmm. that's a really great um, point and, um, not just within this context, but in general, right. Um, mm -hmm. to make sure how can I get ahead of things? Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you did your due diligence, uh, with uh, Narissa in the, in this mm -hmm. case. And uh, you also mentioned it because I was wondering, I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong, but she does have certain characteristics, um, which you don't have or didn't have at this point mm -hmm. of time. Yeah. Right. And you mentioned, um, it put you a little bit um, back or you were kind of, okay, is it really something I want to pursue? Right. So am I afraid or how I'm going to yeah. deal with that? And yeah, I'm glad you did it because it's also, it takes courage again, right. To be proactive with, um, mm -hmm. yeah, basically your also your personal development, right. And yeah. coming back to the second point you made, um, timeline, so sense of time and so forth. And, um, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, the example you gave with, with the goal setting, I think a lot of people can relate to that. And, um, yeah, I think you had a good uh, bootcamp. Yeah, it was a great boot camp, but I just want to say like, you're a really great listener. Cause I felt like you understood what I was trying to say, even though I probably didn't say in the most proactive way, but you caught my points better than I was able to explain them. I think that was beautiful. The way you said Narissa was different than you. And I think that's what you kind of liked about her. That's exactly right. Like she, her, her style is just different from mine. And I was afraid of that initially. Like, would I be able to match that energy and work well with her. Um, but I think through this experience, I learned that, you know, as long as the mutual respect is there, you can kind of work with anybody and learn from yeah. them. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's really great. Um, would you do it again? Yeah. In a heartbeat. I, I want to work on our team. I've told her already. I said, if there's an opening, there's a head count, like, Hey, don't forget me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would, I think, hundred percent, I would do it again. Um, it, it's just, it's so much, you feel amazing when a project goes live. Like I worked on a security workday project and that project took six, seven months from initiation to completion. And I came in month two of that project. So Nerissa was already working on it. It was in the early stages and then she brought me on it. And when we went live right before the winter holidays, 
<clears throat> I felt like I was on top of the world, right? Like I just felt like I was helping our company. We fixed a problem that a lot of recruiters were facing in terms of eligibility. And it was a successful project. Like we got positive feedback from, from recruiters and nothing feels better than helping others and helping even if I'm helping the recruiters save 30 seconds of, of their time, I think it adds up. So that project was extremely fulfilling for me. Yeah, I think I can uh, yeah speak for, for everyone who's listening or watching um, this conversation. Um, we really can feel the passion and the intrinsic motivation for, for serving, right? So mm -hmm. keep that. Yeah. That's very, um, yeah, very great. Um, I'm wondering, so you, you, you're coming from yeah, a different focus within the TA space, right? Where I would say it's a more, the shorter cycle, right? How was it for you then having a cycle which, yeah, took six, seven months? It was interesting. Um, so I think I was kind of used to that as well, just because I've done executive recruiting in the past. And with executive recruiting, it just, the life cycle is longer. So four to six months, mm -hmm. you're looking at for an offer. Um, so in that regard, I think the timeline I was okay with, but I think when you actually started to go through the motions of what that feels like, that was difficult for me because there's lulls between, right? So there would be weeks in between where I was just waiting for people to get stuff done. And those weeks were especially diff difficult um, because you're kind of like in that gray area where so-and-so has a deadline in a week from now. And so you don't really know what they're doing in that week. So what I would do is just check in. Hey, just want to make sure like we're on track for next Tuesday. Like, do you think you're going to have this done by then? So I, I will just do check-ins with people during those weeks. But yeah, I think <clears throat> the timeline piece for someone that ha isn't used to long-term completion of things might be a little bit difficult, but I think for me, it was okay just because of my, my experience in the exec world. Yeah. Yeah, so I haven't uh, hadn't done this experience. So if I will, mm. so I will let you know how it went. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. But so, so, so when maybe going um, back to the start of uh, your job rotation journey, right? So what were your thoughts, or how did you feel when you did get the notification or the information that yeah you were selected? Um, I was static. I remember Nurse said, "Can I talk to you for fifteen minutes? It'll be quick." And I thought she was just gonna let me know that she went with some other other candidates so i was kind of prepared for that but um she told me that i was selected and i was the first person in the company to have done a bungee and i i was like what me <laughs> like, are you, you in sure? the history of service now <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so it felt it felt amazing um i was just grateful for service now to provide an opportunity like this right um you know, we're growing so quickly as a company and we're figuring things out as we go. We're not perfect. And I think we recognize that. So with this rotation, I was just grateful that there was an opportunity to learn something different. Like I didn't have to leave the company and do another job to figure this out. Like this was within mm -hmm. my company that I got to experience. So I, um, I felt static. I felt grateful and I was, ex I was excited to just get started. I was like, just give me the work. Let me get my hands and feet dirty and let's see what we can come up with. So, um, yeah, over, over the moon, I would say. 
<laughs> and this is also just another great example of um, yeah, um, not just um, pre praying or praising marketing stuff, right? But really having the mindset and understanding of hire for attitude and train for skills, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, every role and job um, up to a certain extent, right? But having this in general, I think this is yeah, and the job rotation is just one example. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um... And, and we're, we're continuing to do that, right? Like now you see there's five other rotations that have come out. The EIC team has a few rotations. Nurses team has other rotations. Like now it's, we're on a trend. So I think um, the more people learn about it, the more people do bungees, it's gonna become an integral part of learning as service now. So, and I think that's important because, you know, Sometimes people just want to try something different. And a lot of the times that requires you to leave a company. So this is giving us an, ex an experience and opportunity to learn within. Um, and that's, I think that's very important for company morale and employee experience overall. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally with you on that one. And um, yeah, so, so you mentioned you were um, over, to over the moon, right? <laughs> so um, I, how long was it uh, from getting the information to start the bungee roll? It How was um, about two to three weeks, two weeks, I, I think, two weeks, yeah, from the day that Nerissa told me. Um, and yeah. then I had a transitional period where I was just delegating my responsibilities to the person that was taking over my role. Um, and then two weeks later, I started on Nerissa's team. So... You had two or three weeks, right? So how did you prepare yourself for the for the role? Yeah. Um, so this came at a time when things were really busy still. Um, so I would say that I didn't have that much downtime to actually prepare myself for the role. I actually prepared myself in the first month because in the first month I was onboarding and there were a lot of documents and trainings that um, I was required to do. So I think that helped me train. But in the two weeks that were leading up to this, I was really busy. I was still working on my recs and helping this other person on board on, on my position. So my time really wasn't dedicated to preparing for Narissa's rotation program. Um, but I think mentally, I was just like excited about the challenge. And I kept reminding myself, like, you're going to learn something new. You're going to learn, you're going to like touch a different territory. And that made me really excited about the future. Yeah, this adds basically to 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 the next question. Um, did you have thoughts that taking the job rotation role would backfire in some way? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think my first reservation was, would I be good at this? Like, would I be successful at this? Would my skills transition into this world um, well or would this be an absolute nightmare where I don't know what I'm doing and I can't figure it out and it's just not for me. So I think those were initial thoughts. And then my other reservations were, would I have my role still? If I didn't like what I was doing here, would I be able to come back to my, my previous role? Uh, and in what capacity, you know, cause it, like I said, there was another person that was coming into my role and helping um, my team kind of doing my uh, recs. So those things initially made me very apprehensive and just a little bit um, 
scared of, of, the, of the possibility of what could happen in the future. And then when the job market completely froze and we had a hiring freeze within the company, like I was really afraid then as well. Like what was, what's going to happen now? And, you know, <laughs> would I be let go? So like those things were definitely going through my mind and I was like, Oh, maybe this was a mistake. So, you know, then I had a conversation with, with nurse and she reassured me that everything would be okay. And she was right so far. So. So, but you're not in your old uh, role, right? You're not so back in I, your old role. Yeah, I'm, I'm back in, on my old team, but I'm not doing my old work anymore. I'm doing more special projects now. So I'm using what I've learned with Narissa and on the programs team into what my team currently does. So working on, again, process improvement, um, you know, data integration, um, things like that, like I'm, I'm working on. Yeah. So basically the, the job rotation experience, um, yeah. Open new doors for you. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what you're recommending, um, the job rotation basically to, to anyone? I think, yeah, absolutely. Um, especially if you have the desire to learn, I think it just comes down to your mm -hmm. desire, right? Um, if you, can pick up new skills and you can adapt quickly to changes and environments and that is something that will work for you um you know if you're somebody <clears throat> that likes a challenge like fixing things problems critical thinking but also working with many many different types of people you're gonna love it um so just just kind of knowing who you are as a person where you want to take your career having those conversations with yourself honestly is important first before you take the jump to do something like this because it is like right. a roller coaster you know like you're going to doubt yourself initially you're not going to know if you can do this then you you come to a stage where things are going well then there's a problem and then you're like i don't know if i can do this so it's kind of like a roller coaster of emotions because a new territory for you yeah but isn't it isn't it uh, great or maybe or basically from from my um point of view um personal development is um yeah aligned with uh, a roller coaster so with yeah. a roller coaster curve of emotions for example mm -hmm. you don't have any personal development mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um maybe last question regarding the job rotation um topic when the time has come to an end what were your last yeah sentences to narissa How did you kind of, yeah, end the, the partnership in, in this context? I think I told her I don't want to leave. <laughs> I said, why are you making me leave? <laughs> um, I, was, I was just very grateful. I was really grateful for everything that she's taught me. She spent many, many hours just mentoring me. And, and she's an extremely, extremely busy person. If you look, ever look at her calendar, she's booked from 6 a.m. to like 6 p.m. And there were days that I actually worked with her on a Sunday evening because we had teams in India that we were discussing projects with. So she's very dedicated to her job. Um, I told her that, you know, I, I would be back on her team in a heartbeat. And I was extremely grateful for the effort that she put into mentoring me. And if there was ever an opening on her team, like, please think of me. And she said, likewise, like, if you see something on my team, apply. I said, I will. 
Um, so we had we had very honest conversations. Your mistake, you offered this opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> so we had very honest conversations in that regard. Um, so yeah. Perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, maybe maybe for for the end um, or almost for the end, um, self awareness, self reflection, mm -hmm. mental health, recharging, and purpose. Buzzword bingo or what? Um, yeah, I mean, all of those run true to the culture here at service now, right? Um, like mental health is very important. Um, self-reflection, I think it's, is very critical as well. Um, and I think I did a lot of that in my six months on, on the bungee. Um, but I think generally speaking, like self-reflection is very important in terms of personal growth and, and professional growth as well. Yeah. No, with uh, being that said, so thank you for sharing your thoughts uh, regarding yeah. um, those um, words and um, yeah, basically sharing your, your, your perspective. Um, thank you for your time. Really appreciate yeah. it. So the last question um, is uh, for you. Anything you want to mention we didn't cover? The last words over to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, thank you for having me. I had such a fantastic time just kind of talking through my experience and um, your wonderful host and in understanding what I was trying to say and listening. So I appreciate that. I think in terms of like last words, I would encourage anyone out there that has doubts in themselves or like is trying to figure out if something is meant for them is to take the leap of faith, right? Like it's actually to kind of get yourself in there and figure it out as you go. Sometimes we have a lot of self-doubt and I'm a perfect example of what that looks like, but you don't really know what you're made of until you're in these difficult trenches, right? Until you're faced with adversities, until you're faced with difficult problems, you really don't know what you are capable of. So if you are comfortable in your current role, that probably means it's time to move on and do something different and challenging. Um, so if you're having those doubts today, um, then I would encourage you to step outside of your comfort zone and, and learn something new. Yeah. And uh, I am pumped up. I will book a conversation with my manager straight away. So thank you for your time, Max. <laughs> and uh, greetings from Munich. <laughs> Good evening. Thank you.